Another edition of Market Marauders. We the market one trade at a time. If you do the Market Marauders investment channel, helps you to find the best deals in the market. All right, so we're going to jump into some stock news today. A lot of things going on uh, in the market as a whole. Uh, so let's jump into it. So first, uh, I want to talk about uh, what Amazon released yesterday. Um, they basically said that they're going to jump into the pharmacy business um, and have free delivery for the Prime members. Uh, so basically, there's nothing that Amazon can't do at this point in time. Uh, Amazon uh, is making its biggest move yet into the pharmacy space. Amazon Pharmacy is uh, designed to make it easy and convenient uh, to order prescription medicines online. Uh, this also uh, There's also a savings and a free two-day shipping for Prime members. Uh, I think this is a huge move for Amazon. Um, definitely its most uh, risky uh, venture, and the market definitely reflected uh, this power move, in my opinion, by Amazon. Now, you still have companies like CVS, Walgreens, um, you got Walmart, Publix, uh, all those different, you know, places that actually fulfill prescriptions. But, you know, Amazon being one of the world's largest retailers, um, this definitely is, you know, a stiff competition for a lot of those other places, especially considering, you know, Amazon doesn't really have to rely on a physical location, uh, to distribute this. They can just go and distribute it from their warehouses, uh, which is a huge advantage for companies like CVS and Walgreens, uh, which have been struggling to get people back into their stores since the pandemic started. So Amazon is entering the pharmacy business with new offering called Amazon Pharmacy. Uh, allowing customers in the United States to order prescription medications for home delivery, including free delivery for Amazon Prime members. Amazon has been quietly building out its pharmacy offering for several years after ramping up uh, internal discussions in 2017 and acquiring FailPack in 2018. Uh, the pharmacy space is notoriously complex and competitive in the U.S., and Amazon Pharmacy is built uh, in part on fill or pill uh, packs infrastructure, uh, including its pharmacy software, fulfillment centers, and relationships with health plans. Uh, so they're not really doing this alone. They're kind of, you know, going to an expert um, who basically has already started something and then uh, moving from there. Uh, Amazon Pharmacy uh, announced Tuesday that its company's biggest push yet into 300 billion market, $300 billion market. Uh, and threatens to uh, the dominance of traditional pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens and other retailers that are for pharmacy services like Walmart. So, like I said earlier, um, definitely a very competitive move by Amazon. And, you know, I'm interested to see how this affects um, not only the stock price of the company, but its earnings and how much money and revenue they're actually going to be getting uh, now they're moving towards this whole pharmacy section. So another stock news uh, today, Boeing announced uh, that they got approval for their 737 Max uh, to fly passengers again. So this is a huge move for Boeing. Uh, if you know Boeing for probably the last 20 months uh, has been grounded their 737 Max uh, it had software issues uh, amongst a whole bunch of other different things, but software was kind of the main the main key. Um, this happened before the pandemic started. Um, you know, Boeing was kind of struggling. Uh, they got a new CEO in the time and then they got um, help from the bailouts of the original. Um, I think it was Heroes Act helped uh, Boeing 
out, they were able to, you know, basically stay afloat. Uh, so I think this is huge news uh, for the company. Um, there, I know there were a lot of different uh, airline industries that were grounding their 737 Maxes and had a lot of 737 Maxes, like Southwest and American Airlines, that couldn't fly them because of this issue. You know, this issue has been fixed um, and the FAA has cleared it. I think we're going to start to slowly see a rise in uh, the airline industry as a whole. So in my opinion, I think uh, now is probably a pretty good time to jump into that because with the, uh, you know, two vaccine candidates on the horizon uh, set to, you know, potentially get FDA approval, um, you know, that's the one uh, catalyst that I think the airlines is waiting for as well as, uh, you know, widespread testing. And then, you know, the whole issue with the 737 MAX, to me, that's kind of the triple threat of catalyst for the airlines industry. And I think once those three those three things are solved, then we can definitely see uh, the airline industry come back uh, with authority, basically. So definitely uh, a huge move for Boeing uh, being, you know, one of the main suppliers of aviation vehicles for uh, these different airlines and definitely going to see, uh, in my personal opinion, a boom for uh, the whole aviation market as a whole. Now going into technology, we have uh, AMD. Uh, so AMD uh, has recently released their uh, Radeon RX 6800 XT um, and RX 6800. Um, so let's go read some of this. As we draws closer, the matter of which new 500 plus 500 plus GPU is better has become a moot uh, for most prospective PC gamers. Um, Nvidia has uh, or had to go. Uh, at its starting in September uh, with the impressive RTX 3000 series offering on-paper value uh, that blew the RTX 2000 series straight into obsolete. Um, so if you're a PC gamer, you know, you know the difference between the two. Um, for me, you know, I'm in the process of trying to build a PC. Uh, still have not been able to afford it. Hopefully once this channel is you know able to be monetized i'll be able to build my new pc setup um and have better quality videos for the channel uh but you know if you all want to donate you can donate i have a thing down below uh where you can donate help that build out um but you know i'll try to build it as slowly as possible i've got the case uh already so i'm definitely a, a pc person uh, i play a couple of pc games uh one that I played was Rocket League, and then I had uh, Warzone that I played for a little while, uh, but just got busy with YouTube and uh, didn't really play too much more. Uh, I was waiting to finish building my PC uh, in order to jump back into some gaming. Uh, so it says, with no clear indication uh, that AMD will handle Radeon RX 6800, uh, which is $579, and Radeon RX 6800 XT, uh, $649, uh, suppliers any better? Uh, then NVIDIA and its RTX 3000 series and Vertex, it's a bit wacky. Uh, so, you know, uh, drop a comment down below and tell me what you guys prefer. I know with the uh, Xbox uh, Series X being out, the PS5 being out, um, do you all think PC gaming is better um, than, you know, Xbox or PS5 or does it really not matter to you all and me personally I think PC gaming uh, definitely is the future and the way to go uh, because you can build your own specs you can customize it you can make it run faster and with you know what I witnessed with Warzone is that they have cross-platform so there's no real advantage of having one system over the other when you have PC cross-platforming because 
when I was playing Warzone, I was playing with people who had Xbox and people who had uh, PS4. So, you know, there was no real advantage to that. And I think if, you know, more games start to integrate that, then I think PC is definitely the way to go because, you know, you can basically build a beefy machine that can blow some of these uh, consoles out of the water, in my opinion. Uh, so going into Twitter, Twitter has released a, a new function uh, called Fleets. Uh, so I do have a Twitter account. It'll be down in the description below as well. Uh, but I have not used this feature, Fleets. Um, you know, I've heard about it. It seems like uh, the trend uh, now is going into if there's something out there, other social medias are trying to copy it. So basically, it all started, in my opinion, around the whole TikTok thing. So when TikTok came out, people were like, you know, Instagram, YouTube, and all these other uh, social media platforms kind of woke up and were like, oh, well, you know, more people are using this, uh, you know, app that just came out. What can we do to try to get people uh, to use our app? So, you know, you saw Instagram come out with the reels. Uh, now Twitter's coming out with the fleets, um, which is basically the same thing as Snapchat. Uh, and then you have Snapchat itself, which stayed the same. So it's all, in my opinion, a competition for people's attention. Um, when you have more people on a platform, uh, it increases the chance of having ad revenue. Uh, so when you have ads, more people are more likely to buy things. And the more users you have, the more easier it is to get ad revenue from a business standpoint. So I see what they're trying to do with it. Uh, but there's been a lot of controversy going on uh, with Twitter. Um, and I know a lot of people have left the platform because of the whole censorship uh, thing going on where they censor some people's tweets and the whole freedom of speech thing. So I think, you know, this fleets thing was kind of a distraction uh, to try to, you know, shed light on the or I guess put less of a spotlight on the fact that they were censoring a lot of people's tweets, um, you know, throughout the election and, you know, throughout time in general. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how fleets goes. Uh, but I don't think it's going to boost the stock price, um, in my personal opinion. I think they're going to have to you know, find something a little better uh, for users. But I will definitely try it out uh, to see how it works. Uh, and I may give an update on it to see um, you know, if it's actually you know, worth anybody's time to use it. Uh, so going into NVIDIA, they had their earnings. Uh, so their earnings is Wednesday the 18th, uh, which is today. So they had a, a record revenue of $4.73 billion, which is up 57% uh, from the year earlier. Uh, record gaming revenue of $2.27 billion, up 37% uh, from the previous year. And record data center revenue of $1.90 billion, uh, up 162% from the previous year. Uh, so they basically, you know, blew these metrics out of the water. Um, the record revenue, $4.73 billion. Um, I definitely believe that. I, I believe that NVIDIA has made a lot of smart strategic moves to place themselves um, as one of the leaders of technology um, in the United States um, and abroad. So, you know, they have partnerships. I think people think it's just, you know, PC stuff or, you know, data center or gaming, but they actually have, like, deals with, uh, like Kia and Hyundai Genesis and all those different companies to have um, AI systems in their vehicles for infotainment. Um, so there's a lot of things that NVIDIA actually does that helps the company. Um, it helps the brand. And, you know, they've also, you know, acquired a lot of different other companies along the way to help with their technology. 
So I think Nvidia is here to stay. Um, definitely, you know, going to see them continue to rally up. In my personal opinion, um, if it's down, you know, to say buy the dip, people say buy the dip, uh, because I think Nvidia um, is definitely going to be one of the leading competitors. Um, them and AMD, in my opinion, are the two, um, I guess, for hardware uh, technology companies that I would look at besides Apple. So Apple is kind of its its own beast. So I couldn't compare it to like Nvidia or AMD, uh, but I would say Nvidia and AMD are, are closer together than Apple is to them. Uh, but definitely look for more updates on Nvidia, and I think this is good uh, news for the company as a whole. Now, one of the things that I've seen or started to see in the news is that there have been more lockdowns, uh, or I guess more stay-at-home orders that to me are leading to lockdowns uh, issued throughout the United States. So. Uh, Los Angeles or LA or California, whichever one you want to say, is starting to issue a stay-at-home order. Um, it's getting really weird because I've seen some of the cases where like politicians are not staying at home and are just going out and uh, doing regular business, but they're issuing stay-at-home orders. So you know, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, I think uh, the governor of California actually apologized because he was caught going uh, to like a gala or something. Uh, but, you know, I would say whatever uh, state you live in, just make sure you follow the rules of that state. Uh, this is not telling you to go out and, and do anything uh, crazy. But I'm just saying, depending on what state you're in, um, you know, you'll have different uh, curfews and stay at home orders um, that it seemed to be an increase uh, based on the amount of cases. Uh, so it seems like the cases are going up um, and the um you know, stay-at-home orders are starting to increase. I know Michigan ordered one as well uh, because they had a rise in cases. Um, in my personal opinion, I think this may be the last wave of these curfews and stay-at-home orders because you have two vaccine candidates that are coming out, um, and then you have increased testing as well. So I think once the vaccine comes out, you know, people um, are going to be, I guess, less cautious or less worried to stay at home because they're like, well, I can just take a vaccine and that be that. Um, so, you know, I think uh, the vaccine is going to be looked at as a viable solution uh, for a lot of people um, to actually go about living their lives uh, normally. So uh, going into uh, another one, uh, the FDA today. So this came out recently, um, has approved um, a at home self-testing kit. So now you don't have to go to drive in and have your brain probed. Uh, you can uh, do it at home. <laughs> so uh, it's called uh, the Lucera. I think that's how I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, Lucera um, all-in-one test kit um, is a molecular single-use test. And it's expected to cost $50 or less um, on the company's website. And the FDA approved it. Um, so I think this is a, a good path forward um, for the United States as a whole because there have been, you know, a lot of people don't want to go and get tested or constantly get tested. Um, if you have something where you can do it at home, uh, get the results, I think that will help out uh, tremendously, especially, you know, considering working situations or if you want to test your kids or you want to test yourself uh, or you go to a function um, with, you know, friends or something and you just don't feel uh, right, and you want to test it, test yourself. Um, I think you know that's a good 
uh, this is a good path forward. Uh, so it says the test works uh, by swirling a self-collected swab sample in a vial, uh, which then is placed in a handheld test unit. Uh, can provide results within 30 minutes or less, according to the agency. Um, the unit's uh, light-up display shows whether the person is positive or negative. Uh, so I think it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, 50 bucks isn't that much, especially when you know uh, you're you're considering your health. Um, I'm interested to see. Um, I haven't looked at the website, but I'm interested to see what plans they have to actually have people's insurance cover this. Because uh, I know a lot of people, fifty dollars may be a lot of money for uh, some households, especially considering it's a one test, uh, single use. You can't test your whole family. Uh, so if it's you, your wife, you got two kids, uh, you know, you're you're shelling out two hundred bucks uh, to get your whole family tested. So it may not be um, a viable solution for most households, especially considering we still don't have a stimulus. But um, you know, for those who can afford it, I think it's a uh, a pretty good solution to uh, mitigate the spread of the pandemic. But, you know, um, hopefully they'll have an insurance option on here that you can get uh, this subsidized uh, or a coupon. Uh, I know Good uh, GoodRx, which just recently went public this year, um, has a lot of coupons for uh, medicines out there. So you may want to check that out, uh, especially, you know, considering it's something that um, you yourself are taking responsibility to help mitigate the spread of this. Um, I think, uh, you know, all companies are probably rallying to try to have this uh, as a, a viable resource for people uh, moving forward. Uh, so lastly, we want to talk about uh, the EV space. So the EV space uh, is just red hot. It seems like every day there's a new, uh, you know, EV company that's popping up out of nowhere. Um, and Arrival becomes the latest uh, company, so a company named Arrival, uh, which is a UK-based company, uh, is going to be going public through a merger uh, with CIGG Merger Company. Uh, so similar to um, with VTIQ and uh, Nikola, they had a merger, and you know the list goes on. A bunch of these companies had merger companies. Helion, before it became Helion, had a merger company that they merged with to go public. Um, so... This one, though, I think is very interesting. Uh, so the UK company, the UK-based company, uh, which operated in relative secrecy for several years until January, uh, when it announced a hundred million, a hundred and ten million dollar investment from Hyundai and Kia, said Wednesday it agreed to merge with special purpose acquisition company CIGG, and that is actually the ticker, um, and it is on Robinhood. So if you want to look at it on Robinhood, it's on there. Uh, if you want to sign up for Robinhood or Webull, I have a link down below for that as well, uh, where you can sign up and start trading CIGG. Uh, but the arrival was already considered one of UK's most valuable startups. Uh, Wednesday SPAC merger announcement. Uh, this deal, which uh, when completed, will make Arrival a publicly traded uh, company listed on the Nasdaq exchange, will push its valuation uh, up to $5.4 billion. Arrival said... Um, it raised $400 million in private investment and public equity uh, or pipe uh, from investors that included Fidelity Management Research Company, uh, Wellington Management, BNP, um, Paribus Asset Management, Energy Transition Fund, uh, and funds managed by BlackRock. Arrival uh, will, ha will have about $660 million in cash. Um, but the interesting part that I thought about this, it says, 
Um, and this is from the CEO. It says, we are building a strong order book uh, for these products, including 10,000 electric vans from UPS uh, with an additional option to order more thereafter. Uh, so they are actively converting the UPS vans um, to electric. So I think that's pretty cool that this company is involved with that. Um, if you you know want to look at a company that's similar to doing this or um, had a deal similar to this, look at Workhorse. Workhorse had on the table a potential deal uh, with USPS, so not UPS, but the United States Postal Service. Um, to potentially convert their vans to electric. Um, the deal kind of got, you know, washed out, but I think it's going to be back on the table, uh, especially with the Biden presidency. But just look how high that stock has fluctuated. Uh, I think a lot of people are holding that in anticipation that that deal will be brought back on the table and that it will go out. So definitely uh, with the momentum of that one, uh, I would definitely compare it to this one. But this one already has confirmed orders from UPS. So UPS is uh, a lot different than most companies. So with FedEx, uh, they're all privately contracted uh, individuals. So at FedEx, each individual route is, you know, contracted by somebody else. So there's not really many regulations on, um, you know, vans. So converting the vans to electric would be a lot harder uh, since there's so many individual contractors with FedEx opposed to UPS, which is union. So when UPS says, hey, we want to convert our things to electric, it's the entire fleet, uh, so there are a lot of, um, it'll be a gradual thing over time, but essentially it'll be a large amount of orders um, and a large amount of money in different amounts uh, at different variable times. So I think that's pretty good uh, for this company to, uh, you know, come out of the gate saying that they have a deal with UPS. Uh, I think it speaks volumes for the company, especially to have a company like UPS invest so much money into these uh, vehicles because I'm pretty sure they're not cheap um, uh, to help you know with the zero emissions uh, initiative um, also with uh, USPS and workhorse I think um, you know if we start to see these electric vehicles come out um, you know definitely look for uh, you know more of them on the roads I think uh, a company like this will definitely be poised to have more deals in the future all right, so good luck to everybody out there trading this week. Uh, that's been the stock news. I uh, hope everybody's having a good week of trading, able to lock in some profits. Uh, make sure you all go look at Tesla. Tesla's been doing crazy this week. Um, you know, I was able to lock in some Tesla uh, call options, so I was happy about that. Um, you know, make sure you go look at Zoom as well. Zoom's been doing crazy. DraftKings has been doing pretty crazy. Uh, but make sure you go check those out. Drop a comment down below to what stocks you guys are looking at this week. Uh, make sure you hit that thumbs up and subscribe, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.